Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hmm. Brought to you by Grow Generation. Today's episode of The Cantina is... Whether on Dagaba or Tatooine you are, everything you need to grow right where you are, they have... Later in the episode, more on them you will hear. <laughs> Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a loma nail, and remember, no droids allowed. And we're, do- we're doing it. Welcome, everyone, back to the Cantina. It's uh, the premier Star Wars show for LRMonline.com and the L- LRM online genreverse podcast network you guys heard all the wonderful f- wonderful stuff at the at the beginning grow Gen- generation all all that that i am kyle malone joined as u- usual by cam clark what's up bud nothing much how are you i'm do- doing all right man uh everyone out there please take a moment if you haven't followed us on our on your favorite p- podcast uh app or or format please please do that please uh, hit that subscribe button on on you- youtube leave some comments thumbs up and down towards towards the end about, about what we we had to to discuss and uh yeah so social media inf- information down down below all the housekeeping's done and and man we we got a big week cuz a lot of th- <laughs> things happened over over the weekend uh and then uh some more things ha- happened early in the in the week and then we got this Disney Plus day t- tomorrow uh which is a huge freaking deal right <laughs> yeah yep absolutely um, we talked a bit about Disney Plus day uh last week a little bit about uh what we what we might be able to uh uh expect and uh most of that's you know pr- pretty much they expected, you know, sizzle reels for what was it, Mando three, Andor, Andor Mando three, uh, and then and possibly uh, a teaser trailer for for Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep, yep. and uh, and uh, and the Bad Batch and the season Bad two Batch. as well. That's that's what um, that's what the rumor originally mm-hmm. started by um, Star Wars News Net was, and then um, since then we've heard similar. Through our sources and and so has BSL um, has been hearing similar stuff also. So and I believe probably Jordan Mason as well. No, I, mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly. So all these kind of hearing the same things. Um, yeah. That doesn't always mean that everyone will be absolutely right. Mm-hmm. One of the things that you always have to remember, because we've been there before, is that 
absolutely at any point, you know, these things can be changed right up until somebody says press call. Yep. You know, so so let's let's just wait and see. But but that is what is expected um, to to drop hopefully. Yeah. So with with that being being said, uh, tomorrow the Cantina will be doing a lot live stream cover, coverage of the uh, D- Disney Plus Day. I expect us to go live a little bit before we're expecting uh, M- Marvel stuff. And Christine and I will briefly touch on some of the er- early morning announcements from like D- Disney Animation and Pixar and whatnot. And then we'll we'll be uh, on online and o- others, uh, including Cam and and some might uh, hop on on and off throughout the the day and then later on in the af- afternoon around uh 4 p.m eastern time we expect to start a live stream of uh the cantina for you guys where we will be breaking down everything that we saw related to star yeah, wars just to be clear we're, we're expecting the, the or the rumor is that the star wars content will just drop on mm-hmm. social media throughout the day so there's yep. no specific time slot that we know that certain things yep. will, will have appeared Yep. I think my video was frozen. It, it did freeze for a second, but uh, that's that's all right because I'll I'll keep talking while you you mess with that. Uh, there you go. Go. Um. So yeah, every, everyone, the best best way to, uh, well, yeah, we'll have them on Facebook as as well. But uh, the YouTube channel, L- LRM's YouTube channel, is probably the absolute be- best way to uh, watch that live live stream. Uh, and we hope you uh, t- take a moment to sub- subscribe to us and and check that out because hey we're almost at five thousand subscribers and that's that's pretty cool if you ask me so oh cam there's a book and comics series out there that's not the the world's most popular in star wars like uh it's it's just not i mean the people that like like it love it but there's not a whole lot of readership for it and that series is the high high republic uh it's although high republic fans argue and we've been here before that each book hits the bestseller list and all that but how many thousands of copies compared with a with a branded thing like star wars to not hit the bestseller list um the way it works i mean if you're a first time author and you hit the bestseller list well done you know, but for a massive brand like Star Wars, it's not that unexpected. No, hell, so there's lots of bad EU books that made the best sellers list. I think at this point, I'm going to have to catch up. Now that I've got time to do so, I think I'm going to go on a High Republic read through and just try and catch up on everything, the good and the bad, and make more judgments on it. Be, be I had Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't actually I read some get stuff. The feel for it. I'll actually read that. I mean, some of the the big no- novels, not the YA the, one. Yeah, no, I'm going to read them as well. Oh, they won't take they won't take me along. I mean, I'll get through one of them in an afternoon. Um, but um, I'm, a, I'm a pretty quick reader. But um, I, I don't know quite when I'm going to get to that though, because I'm actually trying to get a new Kindle at the moment. My Kindle is a little bit. Um, and I prefer to read things on Kindle. So once I've got that sorted out, I'm, I'm kind of going to go a deep dive into it, I think, before I start on a fantasy series or else I'll get started on something and I'll never stop. So, yeah, we, we Kel and I have never read them. We're just going by the little snippets that we've heard, some things that we didn't like. Um, Comics, uh, pages, excerpts. And, and yeah, yeah. people that have been critical of it and just looking at the general 
kind of sales figures, etc. And yet, <laughs> yeah. as far as we're concerned and our own rumour goes, we we could well be getting a High Republic movie, movie. coming out um, very, very soon. 23. I think we probably need to talk, since we last broadcast last Friday, mm-hmm. um, this is when this is all kind of kicked off. So I'll kind of try and talk people through the initial process. Um, this all started initially with BSL, Big Screen Leaks. So BSL um, gave us a heads up. This was the, this was coming, by the way, because we do talk to, to these guys behind the scenes to try and iron out and see if we can kind of coordinate and, and see what have you heard, what have we heard, and try and get answers to things. So so this is kind of where this all started. Um, as BSL contacted us, we covered that story. An unnamed Star Wars movie was to shoot later that year. Uh, next year, I should say, sorry. Didn't, at that time... We had no idea what that was. The only thing that BSL said initially was it was not Rogue Squadron, it was not Kevin Feige's movie, and it was not Taika Waititi's movie. So it was something we didn't know about at all. Okay. At that time, we had both heard there might be some potential delays coming to Rogue Squadron, Mm -hmm. but we didn't really cover it at that point. It was a couple of days later where we started that started to come out. Um, Before it was official. Yeah. And almost as soon as our rumours began about delays to um, Rogue Squadron, which we'd all heard, but we, I mean, we were were talking about this and saying, will it get delayed? Or, you know, will they still try? You know, we we still didn't know it was going to get delayed Mm -hmm. at that point. We just heard there were some issues. Um, Which we can maybe speak a little bit more about as we go through this. Then we found out Rogue Squadron was actually cancelled. Um, not cancelled, sorry. That's, that's, delayed. That's, that's, that's delayed. Officially and, and delayed. Officially delayed because it came from THR and there was, the other one there was enough in it. It's definitely delayed at the moment. And that then started to match up with the information that we were hearing as well. At the moment, we don't have a, it's delayed till this date. We don't, we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I think I saw some people guessing maybe a, 2025 it might be before it swings back around again because the thing is it looks like Patty Jenkins the director and and you know I think writer on, on Rogue Squadron or at least one of the writers um, may go and actually make Wonder Woman 3 first now for yeah. Warner Brothers and then circle back round again to do Which, Rogue Squadron yeah we'll we'll talk on Rogue, Rogue Squadron more uh, in the next, we can get next to segment that. yeah yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so we'd heard about this that this unnamed film. After that, there started to be some rumours going about that it might be something to do with the Old Republic. At this point, we hadn't heard anything from our sources, so I'll just point that out. Um, but that's kind of what we're hearing. And then, just as we were hearing something slightly different, Jordan Mason um, wrote a piece on um, Cinelinks, and mm-hmm. um, he was covering what what era will this new um, movie be in? Is it Old Republic or is it High Republic? Because he'd been hearing both of those things from his sources. So I reached out to Jordan, let him know what we were hearing because our sources were starting to tell us when they heard the initial Old Republic thing, it's not Old Republic, this is High Republic. Now, this could be somebody getting confused between is 
you know, Nabin not understanding the whole High Republic era and saying, well, it's Old Republic because it's away before mm-hmm. Phantom Menace. You just don't know. But people that we know know the difference and they're telling us it, it's something High Republic, okay? Um, so we released that uh, as an ex- well, it's kind of exclusive, kind of jump on the back of what Jordan said, but we were kind of throwing our hat in the ring to say, well, we're going this side because that's what, what we're hearing from our sources. It's going to be a High Republic movie. Um, the only other thing that we have heard is that this would be a movie that would be targeted at a younger audience rather than necessarily something General. like Book of Boba Fett, yeah. let's say, which is, which is, I think, probably you know, a crime caper is more suited at the, the mature side of the Star mm-hmm. Wars fan. Um, in terms of details of that, we don't know, but one book that I was told you could maybe liken it to would be something like the the Race to Crash Point, which was a, a book about, you know, not, I wouldn't say high stakes, but, you know, a kind of fun adventure story, if you like, involving some sort of younger Jedi. So that's what we've been kind of conditioned to expect so far. Um I don't think everybody out there will absolutely believe us on this one. Um, and, you know, there is other information that just kind of makes you wonder. But there was a, then another story that came out after us um, from the editor-in-chief over at uh, Discussing Film. And he had said that he had heard that the Kevin Feige movie that we then found out might be directed by Deborah Chow. Or was, uh, was Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Yeah. Um, De- Deborah's on Man- Mandalorian. You said oh, that. Sorry. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you're, you're you good, know what I mean? I, I, I did mean to say Chloe Zhao. Yeah. I don't know. That's because we've just not long been watching the Obi Wan Kenobi sizzle reel with Deborah yeah. Chow. Yeah. Um, that, and that, that's right. She she did one Mando episode and, and then went over to uh, uh, yeah. watch, watch for Obi Wan. Yep. So that that pretty strong rumour come out at the same time because that's something we've suspected for a long time. But then there was this thing from Discussing Film that said that that might be Old Republic related. And then starts, people started to wonder, is Kevin Feige's movie going to be the one that's pushed up and accelerated? <clears throat> I can't say for certain what it is, but what I would point people out to is BSL's first post, which mm-hmm. said, there's a movie coming out, and this is where this all began, remember. There was no rumours about this until BSL's original post. And then all the information started to come out after that. And that was, <clears throat> it was not Kevin Feige's movie, it was not Ta- Taika Waititi's movie, and it was not Rogue Squadron. So the three movies that we actually knew about up to that point, this was something else. And mm-hmm. um, I also find it highly unlikely that they would they would fast-track Kevin Feige's movie at the front when he's so busy at the moment. And we know if Chloe Zhao's been attached, it's only recently. Um, that she, I mean, we've heard she's in talks, strong talks, might have already signed. That's that's the kind of rumours that are out there at the moment. Um, and, you know, both Jordan Mason and BSL heard that at the same time. We've not heard anything about that, but common sense would tell you this was something we were speculating anyway by some of yeah, the, the you, comments that you Zoe and I made. talked yeah. about it a few few weeks ago, and and then yeah. I think I well, think we she'd said that yeah you know, she might be going to Star Wars, soon. and um, we even wondered if if maybe they would do 
I can't remember the conversation exactly, but I think we were wondering about a potential uh, old Republic or maybe something to uh, link maybe the Acolyte towards I mean, the yeah. High Republic or Acolyte towards um, <clears throat> the prequel trilogies just because we saw I mean, what she was do- doing with Eternals. Don't get me wrong. I like the idea of, of um, Feige's movie being the old Republic movie, but I'm not sure about that. Yeah. I'm not going to say any no. names at the moment, but I have been told a name by someone that I trust who but I'm not allowed to say at the moment who was writing the old republic it's not my story to give that's that's what I'm saying when this person decides to reveal that it's one of the insiders that we've spoke about already on the show this evening they've got a bit of information I'll let them decide when they're going to drop that and they had a name of who was writing the old republic project still no idea about, about when it was coming it wasn't Michael Waldron mm. hmm. so <sighs> You know, it's a, it's a little bit up in the air than now, just now. We don't know if we will find out any information about this tomorrow mm-hmm. on the... Or you might be watching this tomorrow anyway. Um, or today, if you like, on the on the, the Disney Plus date or not. Mm-hmm. All we can tell you is that's the story as it went from start to finish. I've explained where we come in, what our sources told us, how we helped define that story along... And a couple of parts that don't make sense to me as well. And I think other than that, all you can do is let the, the listeners, um, um, readers of the site, you know, still those fans Pick in general, make up their own mind what and, yeah. and what they think is going to happen and just wait for more information. That's that's really all we can do at the moment. We obviously trust our sources. So these are the same people that have you know, we've got a pretty good hit rate of all the stuff that we've got for Star Wars at the moment. Same people that gave us almost all that stuff, and, and that that is what we're what we were hearing. But you just never know because the Rogue Squadron thing kind of came out the blue, um, you know, and we didn't start hearing until there was some rumours that it might be delayed. That was only when we started hearing a few bits and bobs about it, you know, coming through. So people are. You know, are very careful with the information that they'll that they'll allow in oh, yeah. sometimes, and then you get a flood of similar types of information all in on all in the one go. Um, anyway, the one thing to <laughs> uh, the one thing that we that we know for for certain though is, or at least you know, as far as we can tell, regardless of who and and when, is that a a high republic movie is in in the works oh I, I should say that i mean i think everybody's been pretty clear all, mm-hmm. all the insiders that there is something coming for the high republic yes. uh, uh, as well and it was just a toss-up of, mm-hmm. of kind of which one is this that we're, we're actually talking about at the and moment you and yeah. i had uh you mike and i Sh- shockey have talked about the we we think and there's nothing that we we know it's just kind of in inference and get guessing that the Coder remake will soft canonize the, the game, uh, and that we thought there's potential that they would be doing potential that. retcons in the game, right? Like what we're what they're doing, and they'll then could lead yeah, towards you know game, uh, movies or shows and and stuff like that. Uh, so the old Republic is as beloved as it is, and the the fact that it'll de- deal with Jedi and Sith that's a general audience movie. But you and yeah. I. Yeah. have talked about how important it is that the next movie to, to hit theater theaters with the name Star Wars in it has to be a, a knockout. Like, it's got to be, be good. It 
after the last Jedi divided everyone and and Rise of Skywalker dis- disappointed most every everyone fans of the last mm-hmm. Jedi and people that didn't didn't like the last Jedi felt you know either yeah. disappointed or let out. You and you and I have just been like, yeah, the the shows are great, but Star Wars is a big, big screen thing. And and what if the next movie isn't isn't good? Good, and now we're getting this this word that it might the the next next movie is is potentially the the High Republic. But even if it's not, man, do you remember when the Clone War movie came? Clone Wars movie came out that cartoon piece of shit. Oh yeah, yeah who yeah. went and saw it? No one. Well, I mean, that was a bad advertisement for what the Clone Wars was. Right away, it was. It was. If that's the first episode of the Clone Wars series, it's the worst episode of them right. all. You know, I hated that film, and it actually stopped me from watching the Clone Wars from a long time. For a long time, it mm-hmm. wasn't until people kept saying, "I know this is actually really season good. three, four, five, and forced shit." Forced me to kind of come back in here and and realized that yes eventually this actually did get dark in some places and interesting and and actually you know i liked ahsoka because the first thing mm-hmm. i thought is that's stupid anakin of an apprentice that's stupid we look where we are now mm. but at the time it just seemed to make no sense at right. all that this would have all happened in and, between attack of the clones and revenge of the Sith. and not only that but it was. It wasn't aimed at you and I. It was meant to bring no. in kids for, from the get get go. Just how we're and hearing that this is going to be aimed at did, a younger audience. Dead brain kids. Did it? But not not enough. And none of us, us took our well, kids to see it. I, I'm maybe not saying not, whether or not you, you did, but I'm saying not enough. Still stop. came across it. Maybe not right away. They went seen it, but, but it made no more money. Kids started. To get really into the Clone Wars, from the, Clone from the Wars show became really popular for the, the show, film. not yeah, the movie. I mean, that's what I'm just getting at. Office, just no, the movie. No, that, that's it all I'm saying. So that's my but point. But it doesn't have to because it's much cheaper to make. It doesn't. It doesn't. If they do a live action High High Republic, and and right now we don't know if it's going to be live action or or animated. I'm I'm assuming live action, but I I don't I think animated would be an even bigger mistake to to do big big screen. There's been no mention that right of no, the many of our sources of animated. Nope. So I mean I've, I, I've got to exactly live action so, here. So that being said, regardless if. If we're, because here's the th- thing, eight year olds and and below have very sh- short attention spans. I I know that I've I've got got one. You had have a couple kids to to make it through those those a- ages. I mean, and, I'm not sure if I necessarily agree with that with all kids, but yes, some kids it's like that. Yeah, right. So what what I'm getting at is that while a a kid might see an advertisement for a high republic movie, they're not necessarily going to be cognizant of hounding mom and dad to, to, to take them to go see it they could easily be distracted via, via other things what i'm getting at is how may, many parents are going how many star wars parents let alone how many non star wars par- parents parents that got kids in into star, star wars but they themselves aren't how many of the, them are actually going to go to the theaters to take them, and that's if it's in in theaters. Because, God, I I know everything seems like it, but if if they want this to to be a a step towards a high high republic franchise of 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 content like uh, screen con content, 
it should probably be te- tested on Disney Plus first to see what the a- appetite is to consume yeah. uh, uh, movie, show, anime, I- any of the, that. It's da- dangerous, Cam. I don't see the the audience even. Even if you take, even if you take all of the people that actually bought the books and read it, and every single one of them goes to the uh, mm-hmm. theater, that's still not enough. Mm. No, I mean I, I do get your point, um, and and I do, and uh, uh, in, in general, I agree with you as well. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily if 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 I was in charge just now. I, I mean, I just can't see the logic behind uh, what feels to me. We're hearing it's something that's been in the works for a while, but what feels to me is a kind of semi-rushed something that's saying more at kids. Now, what I should point out is there's, there is a, a section of the fan base. Since we, our initial story about the High Republic, I'd said you and I had some concerns about it. Mm-hmm. And there was quite a few people that I read about then had a go at you and I for being negative Nancy's, a, basically. A few, um, like, what, three, five I mean, yeah, I mean, literally, that, that, that's all it is at the moment. Um, um, but, well, probably, I don't know, maybe there's a little bit more, I don't know. But, um, you know, that we were being too negative and actually uh, uh, a High Republic film aimed at younger audiences sounded like a really fun, light idea. I mean, maybe these are people that are of a different generation from us to begin with Kyle, I mean for all we know that younger audience that you know don't look things the, the way we do, we're very much old school Star Wars fans so it's it's hard for us to um, but is to there enough? auto care about everything you know, is, you, is there you can't just say oh it's Star Wars, I must like it I mean, no, I, I if can't. I feel a concern I'll have a concern We, you and I will both hope whatever they come up with yeah. is good, you can get good movies aimed at young people younger people however my thoughts on targeting something at younger people is the best ones don't tell you they're targeting mm-hmm. for younger people they just are yeah they yeah. just are right and we now, can enjoy it too. to be fair we have to take some blame on that because it's us that's saying that's what our source said maybe they've oversold that to us in the way that they're talking about it but you know it's a strange thing to say you, it, we've never heard anything like that oh this is aimed at a younger audience from our sources on any other content they've ever given us before. So, you know, you tell me, is that has it got a significance? I don't know. But my, my worry is that usually that's code for this will be lower budget and not as good as usual. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and that, I can't afford, I mean, let's, honestly, one of my favourite books of all time is the Has That Materials trilogy. It's mm-hmm. absolutely a book that's aimed for young people. It's about people, about 12, 13, you know, and that's the perfect age to read that book for the first time. However, it's such a well-written book by a proper author that it doesn't matter that it's about young people. It and good for young people. It's still a, a well-written book. I have also read some books, some Star Wars related before, mm-hmm. that say they're specifically aimed for a younger audience. And, and it almost feels like, well, they, we won't, we have to kind of go somewhere between a comic book and a book. Mm-hmm. You know, young, let's young Jedi, young Jedi Knight stories. books. Don't develop characters too much. Mm-hmm. Just give them nice action scenes that go yep. through one on to another. That I'm sorry, but there's there's never that's never going to please me mm-hmm. as an adult. I and can't, that's fine. I can't, yeah. I can't put myself back in time and be more simplistic in the drama that mm-hmm. I like. You know, you, you can't do that anymore. So. 
it maybe just comes down to one of those things that we've talked about before, Kyle, that there may be just Star Wars content that comes out now that isn't for us, and hopefully there's some stuff will be, but there mm-hmm. may be some that isn't. But like you said, the worry is, if this is the next Star Wars film to hit after The Rise of Skywalker, is people you know that are just general, you know, they'll go to the movies to see something that's big, but they're not specifically into Star Wars. Do you think they would go and see that if it was, you know, about High Republic, same to kids, just because it's got Star Wars on it? No, no, that that's the thing. And espe- especially I, yeah, I if worry it, that my friends that aren't Star Wars fans, they would just wouldn't be interested given, in that. Given the amount of people I, I know that are casual Star Wars fans that, when they hear something about the High Republic, like the immediate thing is, oh, the books with the rock thing. Like, okay, you guys might have heard some stuff, but you don't necessarily know what is good or bad. But yeah, dude, dude I don't necessarily, if, if things pan out the way that we're hearing them, I just don't think think there's enough. And in my mind, you, you risk, and I know people, like you just said, there'll be content that comes out that's not, not for us, but yeah. do you risk burning out us who actually feed the, the majority of the money, the pe- people buying the this movies, is the tickets, thing people I, buying the merch. Are they burning us out if we're getting, at the same time, we're getting the Obi-Wan yeah, Kenobi abso- series? Absolutely, they, they, they are. They, they still are. Because, I don't know. I mean, maybe for you personally, but there might be a lot of people that just say, oh yeah, we'll, I know we'll that, still, but I'm still maybe. at Star Wars because that new Obi-Wan Kenobi show they did well, was great. Also, or you got to think think know. about the p- potential monetary drains on it. The, the we heard the the results of the call yesterday. Day Disney's not d- doing hot. They already are trying to t- temper expect expectations for box office in 2020, 2022, saying that they don't even expect. Mo- this is like from the call itself saying, yeah, "Look, yeah. don't expect g- good box office re- returns until middle of ne- next year." And that's if Am- Americans, the North American audience, can get their act together and actually be willing to go sit in the movies. As a matter of fact, Bob Chappick and them even talked about the, the idea of extending out uh, how long a movie's in theaters again. Yeah, because you need to get people out of there and at their seats. And it's, it, you know, it's one thing. I would have definitely, I mean, this is absolute fact. I would have seen Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings at cinemas if it had a longer theatrical window than what it did because I wouldn't have been prepared to wait that long. But I'm mm. getting to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. It's only been a few weeks, really. Mm. And and I couldn't go at the time. So once you were kind of behind the curve, yeah. it was it was a 50-50. Do you go or do you just wait a few weeks? It's coming to Disney Plus anyway. Exactly. And that's that is always the gap. And that you know you've got all these other people out there that are weighing up these these kind of same concerns. Mm-hmm. I mean we've heard this might be a slightly lower budget film so therefore doesn't need to make as much but I know what you mean what if it just hurts the overall image general feeling flavor feeling takes resources away like I said you could get something amazing but after having so many bad things and then a movie that was anticipated uh, despite 
some rightly having re- reservations about Patty Jenkins, the that highly anticipated Rogue Squadron movie get, getting delayed and potentially being replaced with something that, look, I will admit, there are High High Republic fans, and and there are tens of thousands of them that buy was, the um, books when they they come out. Some there's fans I saw the other day that were saying that they'd love all the High Republic books to actually good, be good adapted into movies and stuff. Good, like good, that. good for them. Okay. But but I don't think there's en- enough. And that that is that is always the thing, guys. No, no matter what we as as fans want, it's all about what's ma- making money, and. You have to aim your your projects uh, accordingly. Smaller budgets, streaming plat, plat, platforms, all of these things that are now available to, to play with allows you to pinpoint and actually get more content, varied content to people. If if to, tomorrow they come out and and again, guys, this is just me bull, bullshitting here. Not any any. Uh, uh, thing we're we're expect expecting, but let's just say t- tomorrow they come out and they say, yeah, we're doing a high high republic movie, and it's going to be a our Disney Plus uh, uh, directed Disney Plus exclusive, first ever Star, Star mm-hmm. Wars to Disney. I would actually breathe a sigh of relief. I would actually yeah. back off a, a little bit on on this because that takes a lot of weight off off of the rest of the the fans it does become less worrisome that it's going to be in the the spotlight and if it fits so that's the thing film. like if it's in the spotlight and it and yeah, it think, fails yeah. mm, again See, I, again we're going to do that because they won't we've, though. they won't we've heard that the disney investors want that box office money and that's yeah. that's what bob chapek and i don't think it's going to be them on that conference call that like you wait we remember we're not going to get this money mm-hmm. this box office money that you want until but this is a film films next year that will probably release sometime in 2023 mm-hmm. by that time i'm betting the disney investors will be thinking don't put this on Disney Plus, we want it in theaters, and I think there'll be a pressure to do that. Probably. I mean, it's possible this could have even be something that was originally designed as a Disney Plus film, and there's been a change to push it out to theaters instead because of investor pressure. And ultimately, you know, Disney are there to satisfy their shareholders. That's their job. Well, t- That's t- their t- tell you doing. what, guys, uh, uh, Americans aren't aren't going because they're <gasps> they're willing to wait whether. Whether it, they're willing to to wait because it's going to be on streaming really fast, or they're willing to, to wait because they just don't care care to see it, like it's not in, interesting them. But I, I'm studio. telling you guys, there's a, a massive yeah, there's a massive issue here in in the North American market. I can't speak for it's, for, it's not just North American because you know in my country people are not going to cinemas yeah. as much as they were before. It's Even just, movies just they're happened. they're excited about if they can watch it at home. They they will, and piracy, especially for the day and date releases, is through the roof, guys. I don't condone piracy. Don't no, don't break I, the laws. I do but, it, but I've been told, you for can, example, that you can get a perfect <laughs> copy of Eternals right now. You I, know, if you I don't know because it's not on. It's not on any uh, streaming services, so I don't know if you That's could. But Shang Chi, not, not Shang Chi, but uh, Black Widow, um, you could. <clears throat> Black Widow had a full um, Blu-ray. I saw the screenshots from it. Yeah, Black Black Widow was out. Suicide Squad. That's the one that you can get a perfect copy of. And now, sorry, it was June because that is it's on Mm. streaming in America, but it's not on streaming in the UK or anything. So you can't watch that. You can get a perfect copy. Yeah, 
have to go to the theatre, and therefore that's been a film that I've got some of my Matters. friends to go out to theatres um, mm. for the first time in a while. But there are some I've heard saying, Still done. oh, why should I? Because you can get a perfect copy on, on the internet. I watched it last exactly. night, you know, things like that. Some people just have got these chips, let's be honest, chip boxes that give them free everything. Um, they exist, you yeah. know. <clears throat> and I, I've always said, kind of rap- if you don't pay for these things, they don't get money, they don't make any more. So, yeah, you know, ex- exactly. always said that's the, the same point. Thing. That's that's the whole th- thing. I'm I'm never. I know when I wrote my big, you know, Ch- China influence on on the market piece. A lot of people were like, "Well, I'm not going to pay for something I don't want to watch." I'm not t- telling you t- to. I'm telling no. you to actually pay for the shit that you that do you wanna. do want to watch. The shit that you do do like. If you love something, goddamn, support it. And yeah, whether that yeah. me- means buying an actual Blu-ray, you know, physical me- media, or buying a goddamn movie ticket, a fucking t- t-shirt to buy something to support or, the things know, that you like subscribing to disney plus properly rather than using a sharing your parents to just, and, you know yeah. deal all the stuff you know because it's out there um, and people will do that but at the end of the day it's quite hard to get um people to separate with their money Kyle, as you well know <laughs> this is the capitalist world we live in um so that that's just how it goes i don't know well, i guess we're going to find out but i I mean that's that's everything at the moment. That's us kind of our concerns on it, mm-hmm. and we definitely hope that that we're wrong, and we'll we'll wait and see what happens. And I guess. look, look, I I hope if it if it is high high republic and it is aimed at young young kids, I am a parent. There are things that I don't normally enjoy, but my son enjoying them gives me en- enough to keep me interested in something to be around him. Maybe, maybe a good it does example. that. Yeah, maybe it does that. is a film aimed at kids, but it's a great film that you can still enjoy as an adult, you know. If it's something Absolutely. like that, clap, clap, we're all, we're all happy and we all move on. Yep. But not all kid films are, are that good. Yeah. I'll tell you what honest. is good, though, is transitions over to our sponsors, Grow Generation, where, where the pros go to grow, guys. Take, take grow it away. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. All right, guys. Thank you so much for sponsoring the ep- episode where the pros go to grow, growgeneration.com. Please do check them out. Uh, so we m- mentioned Rogue Squadron er- earlier, and we kind of got to back back up to, to it again because it's it's a big deal. Um, yeah. The the delay that was, you know, rumored at first before thr took it and again all but confirms you know all but but official um they came out and were like you know sources say and this is quote from thr's sources say the producers and filmmaking team came to the realization that jenkins schedule and other commitments wouldn't allow for the window needed to make the movie in 22 thus squadron has been taken off the production schedule the hope is once Jen- the hope is that once jenkins fulfills her previous commitments she will be able to return to the project Whew, okay well, so we should probably start with the fact that we no one actually believes the scheduling conflicts have caused this right Mm-mm. because 
this was Jenkins' schedule was mm-hmm. to do Rogue Squadron. We didn't have a solid date for for WWC and there's something else she's worked on as well, which is the TV show and Cleopatra. TV show and Cleopatra as well. Um, it looks as if that's all being shifted up because of the Rogue Squadron delay rather than Rogue Squadron has been delayed because those Mm -hmm. have moved up. I mean, that's just before you even look at any rumours. Just look at the facts that are presented to you. And I'm not the only one that's noticed that. There's a a few other people have come to the schedule. I got their tweet on screen right right now. Yeah. Um, So I'll say what the SL did. I don't know if you want to go on about the other part of the word in there, the, the kind of hope to... Yeah, the hope word. I'll, I'll get... I'll, I was going to bring that up, but uh, to what B- Big Screen Leaks said, you know, now that it's delayed, it's a good time to mention that the film wasn't j- just delayed because of Jenkins' schedule, but that production on Rogue Squadron isn't going well be- behind the scenes. Um, the, the line in there, the hope is that once Jenkins fulfills her previous commitments... She will be able to return to to the project. So, Cam, I'll let you kind of talk. Well, hold on. Let me break break that down. That phrasing right there is what caught my my mind when this yeah. story hit. I sent you guys like as I was yeah. reading it. I screenshot that because words matter and tr- trades they walk a really f- fine line because of. Mm-hmm. You know, the studios will straight up, the way I understand, call the trade and be like, hey, put the put this out. And either the trade will do it or they'll leak it to someone else to, to do it, right? Or, or they'll have a story which they'll be asked not to put out and they will get awarded an exclusive later down the line or something mm-hmm. like that. That's how the game works. So um, wording is in, yeah. important for, for these pe- people. And when I saw that, it just screamed to me that there's a ch- chance that... Yeah. She might not not come back back, and you and I have a huge worry when it comes to P- Patty Jenkins and and Rogue Squadron. We were we were okay when she was first announced. the The announcement trailer was yeah, interesting. Yeah, we were okay until Wonder Woman eighty four come out and got Wonder Woman eighty four hits, <laughs> and we all started getting really wor- worried. But what did it for me is when J- Jenkins had that interview view, and she's talking about uh, how. Uh, the studio and the Snyders, the producers, I, I can't remember if she mentioned Deborah and Zach or one or the other, but that they had a lot more in, influence on Wonder Woman Watch 1. And then she goes on to talk about all the freedom, the choices, the the writing, the the editing, the the two long-ass long openings for one Wonder Woman 84. It's her ba- baby, her cho- choices, mm-hmm. her, create, her creativity, from start to fi- finish, but by her own goddamn words, it scared the fuck out of me, man. It literally made me like get her off the project. Wonder Woman eighty four was yeah, such but... a god awful mess. Get her off off the goddamn project, or tell tell me she she's on a leash. Tell me there's a p- producer that's got her rein reined in like you guys did did for Wonder Woman one. It scared the fuck out of me, man. I mean, we we don't know, but. You know, you, you're a bit more reactionary to stuff like that than, than I am, I suppose. You know, you get a bit more angry quicker than I do. You know, I'll get angry. I blame the head, head injury. <laughs> and the com- combat. Know, I blame good. the combat. But I'm more willing to go, you know, well, let's, let's wait and see. We don't control, you know, 
what, who gets chosen to do what. But yeah, that that Scary. you know there there is some issues with whether she would make a good movie, um, and I hope she will. I hope so too. I must too. make it clear though that there is none of us within the sort of insiders that are given information mm-hmm. out just now who actually think that she's out in any no, way or no. that this is a cancelled movie Mm-mm. or that it's going to go to someone else and I've seen a lot of speculation about fans on that we are not saying that as far as we no. know that is not the plan That the plan is that Patty Jenkins will mm-hmm. come back um, now BSL mentioned things not going well behind the scenes I should also point out from what we've heard from our sources, that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, the script's terrible, none right. of them like each other. That's where your brain automatically goes. We've heard that this movie could, and I'm not going to go into exactly what, because we're not allowed to say that so far, but we had heard that there were some technical challenges that had to be overcome mm-hmm. from this film, and that everyone involved didn't want to go an easy way with it and necessarily mm-hmm. and just say oh we will go with a stop gap the people that are involved in it want to do this really really well and it therefore became apparent that to get it the way they want it they'd never be able to get it ready in time for what they originally thought and that was the whole point behind the delay rather than a you know there was mm-hmm. a problem with the script or something like that um yeah. Well, that, that's, that's what not, we've heard. We, yeah. we can't say for certain if that's the case. You don't always hear the truth about these things. I mean, and some people might get us part of the story. Somewhere that only, yeah, only two people really know the, the full truth. So, mm-hmm. you know, that seems to be what's out there amongst the, the Lucasfilm people anyway, and that that's yeah. what the, the kind of reason behind this is. So it should be coming, but it's just going to be a little bit later than what we first thought, and we don't really know when now so mm-hmm. your guess is as, as good as ours for when that might appear I guess it would need to be worked back into Patty Jenkins schedule again at some point and the the other part of all all of that with the te- technology thing it, it's important to understand that um, the the technology that the vo- volume is capable of like when you saw um, Mando's ship in it you know, when they were filming stuff there, mm-hmm. Th- think about the lighting al- alone, right? You have Mando's ship, say an X X wing, even right. First off, the volume can only fit so so much physical sh- stuff in, in it. But well, yeah, I mean, for example, they can't use it for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three because the sets that James mm-hmm. Gunn's designed are too big to right. use the volume with. But uh, the the cool cool thing about it is the fact that you go out. You build your background. You can fill in a lot of uh, uh, animation and and uh, uh, pre-shot footage for uh, uh, dog fights. So that way, when you're filming exterior shots of an X X-wing being sh- shot at and shooting, the lights are realistic. If it goes over it because the volume is able to project lights the way way it does, you get an, an actual li- lighting effect. But Again, the tech isn't always there, and I don't know if they're actually trying to use the the volume to to film do- dog fights. I'm I'm assuming. No, you, yeah, you know, just to uh, yeah. What you know, yeah. but re, re, no, no matter what, like I get, I get that, but but I I I have two th- things that kind of make me think that maybe story is part of it. One is they had to have been t- testing things 
before they would an- announce it. Like they had to have something to to give them an, an idea of what they were going to do, what would would be achievable. And yeah, may, maybe it wasn't quite there. But here's the other dangerous point, and and it this takes a lot of this point takes a lot of uh guess guesswork but i'm I'm putting on my my detective hat here uh we don't know exactly when this was supposed to take take place but we've kind of heard that it would be more like a uh after rise of skywalker that's what we're kind of feeling right we haven't heard that was a feeling that was what we speculated on because it's the only one that would make sense that would work with what we know rogue squadron to be that would make the perfect sense because it would be a new group of characters, but they would be in a similar scenario to the characters where the old squadron novels. Right. But I think that was it. There may have been some vague rumors that that was the case, may, but maybe. nothing that I could but hang my hat on and we, say that we that was knew a They weren't going to just ad- adapt the book, books because they're not going to go b- back and show the taking okay. of Coruscant like – uh, Rogue Squadron and Wedge's Gamble by by Michael A. Stackpole. You need to recast Wedge for stuff. Yeah, and and you and I m- mentioned, you know, oh, what if they used uh, what's his name to be the the a- oh. Admiral Akbar Bar character uh, to Wedge, uh, the actor that played oh, yeah. Wedge? Could Dennis could they get him? Yeah. yeah, could they could they get get him back to have a a bit bit part to give Poe Dameron? the orders to re- reform rogue rogue squadron regardless of what it is this is why i i think story is a potential element uh because we did hear about uh potential rewrites which we were told are are normal rewrites which normal yeah. rewrites happen all all the, all the time yeah, and yeah, this absolutely. story issue that i'm about to to describe could have been part of those, those rewrites if indeed they are telling us a new group of pilots going on a, on a mission right and what is the mission? What is the what's the t- target? If this is post rise, the the impression that I get is when the final order gets destroyed, that's the overwhelming majority of all of it. Like, well, I mean, that was that Sith fleet. I mean, I'm right. struggling to remember a movie I've only actually watched twice here. And so, you're going to have um, warlords, well, and I think there would be. Some there was the first order had pretty much taken over at that point. There wasn't much resistance left because it was all the the civilian fleet that turned up. Remember at the end, yep. it wasn't warships. Uh, but the thing, thing is, is that the first order, the, the way I understand it from all the supplemental material, because Disney didn't give us a fucking story in the goddamn fucking movies, is that the yeah. first order wasn't necessarily super massive. The Sith final order whatever it is but the first order just didn't have anyone to stand up against them and then they were able to wipe out the the republic so quickly with sky you know, sky killer star killer base between so between the end of the force awakens and the start of the rise of skywalker which is only about a couple of months mm-hmm. the first order seems to be in complete in control, control again but again um, what yeah. I'm what I'm trying to t- tell you is that it's not by by numbers. It was by la- lack of resistance and then having the only forces left. That no, that's I don't it. Know if we know that. For no, sense. no, I, we we do. It's in the supplemental material. Is it's it? in the it's in the comics. It's in the books. It's in all of all of that. It's 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 there. It's not so much that they were this massive force. Most of it was back with Exegol and, and whatnot. The way I I understand it. So what I'm what I'm getting at is that you potentially don't have 
what do they do do cam are they going to just go i mean what's the t target if the if if coruscant's not the the center of the galaxy which was dumb by by the way way uh war warlords how do they go go after warlords i mean what well, they is could the just say that you know given that the the three planets that became the capital of the galaxy which is a great stupid idea um got destroyed what if it's a bit well first order Coruscant's a controlled world and it is going after Coruscant but set in a different era for a different reason that's the only thing that that could work but again you'll have to explain all of that because you didn't do j jack shit to prepare us for it that's that's but what i'm that saying could be so easily look, done in a movie that's fo focused on an attack on that planet though. potentially potentially but here's the thing I don't think that's what they're going to do because that would be borrowing from the original books, or at least that's not what was originally intended. I think, honestly, after after look, looking at everything, listening to, to Patty, watching the the uh, the uh, op opening tra trailer, everything that we've seen and, and heard, I honestly believe we were going to get fucking flight school. It was not going to be reforming Rogue Squadron out of a bunch of, of veteran pilots training together to go out. We were going to see a brand new from scratch Rogue Squadron. They were going to get it attacked at the very end on their first, you know, uh, mission. And that that's not but Rogue I think fucking that's, Squadron. That's just your worst fear, though. Tell, tell me what Rather other than, story is out, out there. Where it, I mean, you could do a million stories. But I mean, or, do I mean, you really you think they're going to do it? You could do it more like Top Gun, where it's, you know, you've, you've oh, taken... That's these, even well, worse. Well, wait a minute. But then <laughs> you know, Top Gun is an elite school for elite pilots. These are all experienced combat vets. You know, you mm -hmm. start with Top Gun, and the first thing Tom Cruise does is he's up, and he's flying against a MiG. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And a proper... I was inverted. Know, potential, you know... And and it's then about taking the very best people and taking them to the next level. Now, that's not doesn't seem like the greatest movie to me. I must admit, um, but it's not a young squad of rookie pilots that like you're frightened about either, because these would still be cocky people. Like, yeah, and Top Gun was my other fear, and you know, and top, um, top Gun in Space was my other other fear because again, that's not Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah it doesn't feel that fun I would, I would rather have something that does fly closer to the books myself i agree that would be because, Dameron, um, you know, or something if you wanted to do Top like Gun, it has to be about one person not the fucking squadron that's what i'm saying like cam i i just yeah. i know the stories that that they could tell i just don't see them doing doing that because again it requires a little bit more world build building to, in order for it to make sense and the, flow properly. You know, that's, I think they've realised now that world building is, is essential. Like, here's something I would say: if they were never planning to do anything, set post the Rise of Skywalker, then I don't think Rogue Squadron would make a lot of sense if you put it in that era. Because if you just see start a potential future conflicts and then that's it you don't see anything else after that there's, there's not enough to play with but if that was a window into there is an after you know after all this and there is still threats out there and there is still a fledgling you know government and they really went down the EU route like kind of but post Skywalker instead of post Jedi like they did in the EU they could do that and they could build a whole franchise of stuff out from that point now you didn't like the sequel trilogy I didn't like the sequel trilogy I don't really care 
that much about the characters, but at the same time, I didn't care that much about Anakin Skywalker, and I'm still excited to see him turning up. And, and Obi-Wan Kenobi because I believe and I hope that it'll be done better than it was before. And that's the only the, the stance that you can really have. Whereas I didn't like the sequel trilogy, but if they brought Ray Finn back, I'd, I'd hope they got to do more. I mean, Finn's an easy win, isn't he? If you bring him back because yeah. of the way they left things, because he's going to be a Jedi. Uh, absolutely. You know, and that's an easy win because that's character development right there. You know, yeah. and you've got, you've got a window in. I mean, uh, him leading a, a movie series where you know, he's maybe he gets a little bit of training off Ray. She's there as a guide, but he's kind of off doing his own thing. You know, with or without Paul, would wouldn't be would that be so bad that you know it wouldn't be that bad. It might actually be quite an interesting kind of show to explore. But they would have to be very careful about doing the world building right for that point on. And Rogue Squadron could, and I'm just saying could. We don't know if this was the case. It could be completely wrong. Um, it could be one of the first steps to kind of introducing that post Rise of Skywalker world. We 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 could we could hope we we could hope. Like I said, I just <laughs> I I convinced. I'm not, dude. I'm not because I what good choices have they they made for movies? You know, like it's fr- it's frustrating when I when I can just yeah, I look at line after line, word after word. And then really just study what they've d- done, and I know that they're making up for things. And and I I will ad- I will you and I were the first ones to say, don't don't take Coruscant in in two A B Y. Take I I agree. The best story is to just take Rogue Squadron and and Wedge's gamble. Go after the first order on Coruscant, but like I said, as far as I can understand the material, it doesn't seem it's likely. More likely is a it's easy, easy to retcon, retcon, but again, that's, because that's you annoying. have unreliable narrators in some ways, so you could just easily say that only a certain yeah. portion of the first order's fleet was in that final battle because none of them they didn't all follow and, the emperor. And you could do um, some of them stayed back, and, and you could do a number. And of And you things. could do, and you could say that uh, you could say that uh, uh, it's a war, a warlord, you know, that goes and takes his, his fleet could, and takes advantage of Coruscant, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those are things that, that they could do, and the, those are things that I hope there's they more first would order do. There people turning up for the unknown regions, which but, is where they came from before. Right. There was a bigger force than we knew of, you know. But I don't think that that was the original plan, and that that's why. I, I feel that sto- story elements and, and the re- rewrites may have been re- related to the fact that we, we were likely to get either Flight flight School or Top Gun in space, both I of mean, which are god-awful ideas. You, you will ever find out, you know, we very rarely get to see, it. So, for something like Star Wars anyway, I mean, yeah. Jewel of the Fates was a, was a weird one. I mean, someone shared that and they weren't supposed to. Yeah. I suspect it was somebody from within Colin Trevorrow's own camp um, because the, the script, I think they were trying to say this was better than what you just watched. Um, but it's very rare that we, we get that. I mean, maybe many, many years later, like you can find the original script for The Empire Strikes Back online um, before um, Lawrence Kasdan got involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but you won't find a, a huge amount of that 
that stuff out the early versions of stuff because usually it's shit and they don't people don't want it to be out there they only want you to know about the one that, that actually became successful Do so know- I don't know whether we'll you'll ever be proved right or wrong yeah. put it that way unless one of your fears is actually what's in the final film and then you can go I fucking told you yeah. but other than that I don't think more or not and I mean don't no nobody get get me uh wrong you know I these fears aren't aren't just just because I I want I don't I don't while I would have loved to to have seen a rogue squadron TV series a Disney plus series where they they did do two ABY show us the bridge between uh um bridge bridging more between uh six and and seven. I would have been okay with that recast wedge. Give us a that would have been cool at one one point. But these day, days, I'm I'm not even upset that they're they're not do, doing that. It's just legitimate, legitimately, outside of the Man- Mandalorian, and there are some issues even there that are are getting ir- irksome on on some of that stuff. But outside of that, I don't tr- I have no trust, man. We've just been burned and seen t- too many bad choices, too many bad bad decisions too many bad stories so much turnover on on directors so so much yeah. turnover on on and, writers it's just I mean, i'm scared what you don't know as well is what, what's bob chapek's view and all this because you know bob Iger, who was previously ceo of disney was saying look we went too fast too soon he slowed everything down and you know we ended up with a mandelverse mm-hmm. you know which was planned out and took its time and people were happy with it but what if Bob Chapek's getting a different directive, a different pressure off the investors. Get Star Wars movies out now. Do, do we end up going going back to what we are? And I think the danger is if you look short term mm-hmm. at a franchise, then you know you potentially kill that franchise. Just get the quick money out there. Mm-hmm. Once your franchise is just a tiny, tiny franchise, or the Star Wars franchise, no one cares about that anymore. If it ever gets to that stage because the quality isn't good enough, then you've you've not managed that franchise well you know it should be like the marvel franchise and right now it still is kind of you know it's like disney's got these two big franchises warner brothers get dc and they've got harry potter and you know you can define these the biggest franchises that you can keep you know the imagined worlds that you can uh, produce stories from at the moment um and the reason marvel's became so big is because the quality's always been been good DC didn't grow as quick because the quality of the films wasn't as good. The studio interfered too much. They, you know, and they seem to be changing the way they're doing things now, but the direction wasn't there before. And I think, honestly, you have to look at Star Wars and say it was the same thing because you can't look at those sequel trilogy movies and call them a a franchise success. You can call them a a monetary success because every film made a profit. But like we've discussed before, you know, your third movie should not be making less than the second movie in a trilogy and certainly not in a Star Wars trilogy going by all the metrics of of how these things work. Um, And the fact that it did, and then the next Star Wars film was the first one ever to flop. Solo flopped, it lost Mm -hmm. money. Now, we know part of that was because they had to remake some of it. But that those these production issues are a part of that as well. These these are part of the things that we talked about. I mean, the only movie that Star Wars has made 
so far since Disney took over that has had no production issues at all is The Last Jedi. As far as we can tell, even the though there were people... controversial yeah. movie that they've done. Production and went that, well, well but people one. aren't ha- happy with it on, on yeah. screen I mean, or off. Apparently, and I've joked before that Ryan Johnson filmed his first draft, but apparently, I mean, it was just like two or three drafts and then they mm-hmm. went both a very very little change from his, from his initial outline on that movie I think there's actors even quoted as saying that that's the case so that movie just went without a hitch yeah The Force Awakens didn't because we've heard about how it all came in when J.J. Abrams came in which was too late he didn't he asked he asked for more time he was told no and his first idea was to throw at George Lucas's ideas which pissed off Lucas Bob Iger was playing piggy in the middle between all of this and going, shit, what have we done? Then they have this seamless production, but a horrible or a divided, let's say, reaction to The Last Jedi. And, and divi- divided had... some of the a- actors, like Mark, Mark Hamill, who wasn't happy yeah. with the story. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, John Boyega wasn't happy with mm-hmm. what... I mean, you can tell by his comments, he was happy with G.J. Abrams, but he wasn't happy with what happened to him in the Ryan Johnson film. So... You know, and then there's other ways. Daisy Ridley seems the opposite. You know, so she seems as if she she liked the way it was going, and then they told her she's a Palpatine last minute in the in the last film, and she didn't quite get it. But you know, I mean that that's the overall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was there was issues. You know, there was a whole script. There was a different director supposed to make that final film. That was all canned. They brought JJ was in the last minute. He didn't have enough. He asked for more time. Was again told you don't have it. And he was basically told you need to wrap up this entire nine-part saga now um, in this one movie um, and go for it. And, you know, I think he maybe tried his best, but what he came up with, him and the other writer, was it Chris Terrio? Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't good. It wasn't good. The final product wasn't good. Then we get Solo, which, you know, famous for you know, having it basically be refilmed by Ron Howard because they fired the directors part way through. We had a similar situation with um, Rogue One, remember? You know, yeah. um, a lot of that had to be reshot by Tony Gilroy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you add all these things up and it's just these constant production issues. And what people are seeing with this Rogue Squadron delay is they see the same thing again and I, I don't think it is that from what we've, we're telling you that's not right. what we're hearing yep. but that's what fans see whether we exactly. tell them that or not they see more productions issues at Star Wars exactly, exactly. Yeah. so and you get that's scared that's what I'm hearing online yeah, yeah you, you get scared, scared because scared. they just think they can't they can't agree it's ha- what they're happened going before they can't I can't believe them together. exactly exactly yeah, we see the plans change with Marvel and we don't have that same reaction, you know. I do. That? Like something I've been... gets changed with Marvel, and you think, okay, Kevin knows what he's doing. <laughs> I see. Right. I, 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 I brought up things about uh, the Black Panther: Wakanda Forever production when, when um, uh, I think it's Leticia or Leticia, right? I can't. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her first name. Uh, well, uh, British would be. We would say Leticia. Okay. Uh, I okay. Would dare say. Yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure, sure, but uh, um, I I was like, hey, she's a great actress as Shuri, but she's not a Black Panther Shuri. I didn't I didn't see her being all visible in the in the uh, Black Panther movie and in Infinity War. But it's not a knock against her. I had this wonderful uh, discussion with Christine on on 
how cool it would have been for her to be making a Black Panther ar- army. And you've got like a Black Panther fighter group, a Black Panther uh, uh, science group until such time that you get the. But yeah, no, I've got concerns about it. But you're right. Most people yeah, don't. That is a, a, a specifically unusual. It's all, I mean, one thing you well, can't. Well, I've got a lot more, but Abrams this is the show. About, <laughs> you know, one thing you can't blame Abrams too much about, for example, is the fact that Carrie Fisher wasn't there. And yeah. it was supposed to focus on, on Carrie a mm-hmm. lot. And they had to rewrite round about that. You can argue whether you think they did a good job of that or not, but it's the one thing that I always thought, oh, I'll forgive them more for the Leia stuff. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, it wasn't a good... But it was, even if you take that out and you and forgive you them for that, give them a bit Jedi, of the, the still wasn't last good. Jedi was awful. Yeah. Anyway, ways, guys. Uh, I, there's going to be more to talk, talk about tomorrow. Uh, we're kind of over an hour now, so we'll go, go ahead and... <laughs> wrap it up everyone and and ask you to please head over to lrmonline.com our wonderful homepage i don't know why i'm scrolling up uh all of our news stories go up there uh podcasts and interviews the articles opinion pieces are all there there the podcast network genreverse podcast network great great shows like what you're listening to right now the cantina uh marvel multiverse mayhem uh the daily cup of genre daily cog Breaking Geek Radio, Anime Versal Reviews, all of that also goes on to our YouTube channel, guys, where you can catch uh, most of us in beautiful video, but also also all of our uh, interviews, Uh, red carpet, Zoom interviews, in in person, on, on set, we we are everywhere talking to to every everyone. So yeah, Uh, Cam, what what else do you want to throw out there, man? well, one thing, just quickly to wrap up the show, because since we talked about the uh, the Disney earnings call, Andor, we got a release date from it, which was Q4 2022, which is probably sometime between July and September. So just throwing that in there at the end. Yeah. Um, that's about it. No, yeah. Nothing else to that. And we'll we'll see what we get tomorrow, guys. Over on on Disney yeah. Plus Day. Uh, I hopefully will have this out for you guys first thing in the morning, so that that way you'll know what we're doing for Cantina late later on today on on Friday. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I guess you may have, you may listen to this after you listen to the you, live you one at some point. May, maybe. Yeah. Either way, know that we knew nothing. Yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for li- listening, and we'll talk to you next time. May the force be, be with you. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. 
Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.